Recorded live. Hey everybody, Connor Davenport here on Alternative Public Radio International, and we are streaming live tonight on Blog Talk Radio and on TalkShoe.com tonight. And we are on our other 35 platforms as usual in post-production. We'll be putting out our blog tomorrow on the show tonight as usual. And we have fans listening from all over the world on so many different electronic components and adjuncts. I don't even want to talk about it. Unbelievable. New York is always in the top of the list. I don't know why, but New York really seems to like this show. Um, Wow, New York just seems like one big penitentiary to me. I don't know what's going on there. But you know, ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking a lot lately about... um, getting off the grid, uh, getting out of the United States incorporated contracts and uh, removing yourself from the system. And you know that I have talked about how difficult this is and how, uh, how, well, treacherous this can be and how dangerous it can be and what a sacrifice it is to get off the grid, to get away from the contracts And I'm going to continue to talk about that, and I've shut a lot of other shows down by talking about the reality of doing these things that we talk about. Uh, A lot of people want you to think it's easy, and a lot of people want you to be hotshot and know it all and go out there and tell the police how smart you are and tell the municipalities how brave you are and how smart you are, and that's only going to get you in trouble. If you don't do it right, If you don't follow the right path and you don't follow the right gurus who are into this thing and who really know what the hell is going on, you're going to get in trouble and you're going to be misled and you're going to go down the rabbit hole so fast and be tasered and detained and put in jail and you're going to end up in court and you're going to end up with warrants out for your arrest and you're going to end up homeless. And believe me, we have a lot of people in this movement that are all of those things I just mentioned. So... Be very cautious and be very careful. And remember, we are not lawyers, thank God. We are not giving you legal advice on this show. We are simply making suggestions and offering up some education and training on these different, very important issues. I'm on with Wayne Bachman tonight. We're going to be talking about some of these issues. Hello, Wayne. How are you doing? I'm doing great. 
Good, 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 good. We're waiting for Ed Johnston to come in. I don't know where he's at. Probably in the restroom. Who knows where Ed's at? Who knows where Ed's ever at? Um, You know, and so we've talked about the importance of the birth certificate. We've talked about um, how how dangerous it is to give your child a birth certificate. And we've also talked about how easy it is to give your child a birth certificate because everybody's doing it and everybody's been doing it forever. And we've talked about chattel cattle. We've talked about the people being chattel and collateral on the debt for the United States Incorporated. And we've talked about the DMV and we've talked about statutes and ordinances and uh, the difference in statutes and ordinances and um, legal and rightful and person and persons and the I and the you and the me and we've talked about it all and we've gone pretty much in depth on the Fed uh, we've been covering issues about the Vatican we've been covering uh, issues about uh, your your insurance for your vehicle your tags for your vehicle and we've been talking about the different types of paperwork involved in getting out of the system with the DMV, getting rid of your driver's license and having the right to travel and so forth and so on. So, Wayne, tell me what you can talk about tonight that will help to enlighten our audience on some of these things at the basic level. And please speak English because we have so many, we have so many people trying to use big words and trying to impress everyone, and I don't like that. So try to speak in, in to the to the fourth-grade uh, audience here. We are of the same mentality. I do not like the that tangled-up legalese that lawyers try to impress us with. Yeah, neither uh, do I. And, and I was kind of laughing when you were saying how hard it is and, and everything because it was hard for me at first. Now that I know what I know, it's easy if you understand commercial law and contracts. Mm-hmm. All government entities are, are corporations. Mm-hmm. And I have never seen one yet that uses a lawful contract. There is always that I have seen. I, should, I can't say that there's, there's no such thing as a lawful contract because I'm sure they would draw one up just to prove me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I've never seen a lawful contract done through government. And I have always seen hidden agendas uh, and lack of full disclosure, and that's fraud, and it's punishable. Uh, mm-hmm. If anybody wants to go after the people that do that. It certainly uh, is. I have never seen full disclosure. Uh, and there's a, there's a site that I'm going to recommend everybody go to. It's only two pages. It has the eight elements of a lawful contract. And once you learn that, and it takes about an hour, maybe at the most, uh, you'll be able to spot fraud immediately and see their game. Uh, the site is freedomriver.wordpress.com slash parts, like automotive parts, parts dash of dash a dash lawful dash contract slash. And uh, like I said, you you click on that and it'll, it'll, it'll bring up the eight elements of a lawful contract and it just makes things so simple to understand. Mm -hmm. All contracts with 
be it government, uh, I, I, I hate to say government because they're only feigning to be a government. They're not really a government. Mm-hmm. It's just a mass of fraud, and all of these so-called government entities are nothing but corporations. I don't care if it's the FBI, CIA, uh, a BLM, uh, IRS. You know, I getting on to that since there are so many people who are so interested in the IRS. I have rarely ever contracted with the IRS in the last 35 years. Mm-hmm. I have only contracted with them when I want a certain government job. Uh, there's been a couple of projects that I was very eager to get onto, so I signed the contracts and, and um, play the game with the IRS. Um, and you know, I just play the game. Once the job is done, I'm, I, I, I don't contract with them anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, you have to, with government, the IRS or whoever, you have to renew those contracts every year. So if you simply don't put your wet ink signature on those contracts, you're not obligated. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it's just that simple. I did not know that at first. I lived in fear for years. Um, I knew that the IRS was unconstitutional. I studied the Constitution under Cleon Skousen. Some people will know who he is, some won't, a lot won't probably. But uh, he was my constitutional law teacher. Uh, and, uh, and that taught me the Constitution, but I did not learn how to use it and, uh, until I met a guy by the name of Hartford Van Dyke. And I strongly recommend everybody Google his name, become very familiar with who he is and what he's up to. Uh, he knows the contract law and the things very well. Hartford uh, Van Dyke. Okay. Correct. Correct. That would be nice if I had a producer writing here and listening at the same time. Right. Uh, I will be happy to share the different links if you want. And, and yeah, of course. Yes, as we yeah, as we move along tonight or after the show, please put all of those in, and I'll put them on our poster that I'm going to make for you and I. Sure. Uh, that being said, uh, what, uh, in fact, I'll, I'll give another one since we're on the subject of Hartford Van Dyke. He has another student by the name of Randy Dew. Randy is currently in jail to keep him from helping other people. And uh, uh, he has a site called civilrightsfreedom.com. And uh, you can learn commercial law uh, um, in depth on his site. He has... um, Oh, what do you call them? Templates there for criminal complaints. Uh, since he's locked up right now, he's not there and and able to accept your membership, so to speak. And some of these things you have to have your membership to have access to, but uh, uh, but you can have access to everything that is, that is free, so to speak, uh, which is most of it. We just lost our, our – there he is. Have we got you, Wayne? Yeah, I'm here. Good. Uh, something something happened. I don't know what it was. Uh, don't I know. I, I, I know the computers have glitches, and, and especially they have a lot of glitches when certain people don't want you to hear something. Yes, interesting. And interestingly enough, that happens a lot in alternative I have, media. I have, been, I have been monitored for years. Uh, my information was in three computers that were stolen by – Presumably, 
FBI SWAT team member several years ago. They know who I am. They know who, where I am. They know who, what I'm up to. Uh, of course they do. And, and uh, but I'm not going to live in fear. I do. Uh, you know, th- there are a lot of good people who work for FBI, CIA, and and mm-hmm. various other agencies, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. along with criminals. And the good ones have to learn too. So. Mm-hmm. In fact, I a lot of times when, when cops pull me over, I don't have state issue ID plates on my my car or my motorcycle either one. When cops pull me over, I use it as a training session with them. Uh, I've had cops ask me for information. I had one cop when I went to uh, when I was over attending the uh, uh, Burns Refuge uh, issue uh, at the beginning of January. Uh, Chris Ann Hall came there a couple of nights and, and taught a couple of classes, and, and I got pulled over the first night on my way to her class. Mm-hmm. And I used that as a teaching moment, and I got a ticket. He said that uh, um, I didn't have to respond, which I knew that because I didn't sign, so it's not a lawful contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just basically a joke for him to document the time he spent with me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. I, I am filing charges on it. Um, and I'm doing it as a teaching tool so he can see the seriousness of writing tickets to people who have not injured anybody. Mm-hmm. For any ticket to be lawful, there has to be an injured party. Mm-hmm. And if there's no injured party, there's no crime. And even if there is an injured party, was it an accident or was there really criminal intent? Mm-hmm. And it's awfully hard for them to prove that, regardless of how much they would like to suck you into the court and have you pay. Mm-hmm. And I don't deal with the courts anymore now that I know what's going on. I document everything in an affidavit, affidavit of truth, um, give it to the court, where the courts have it several days before court date, and uh, and I put it right to them. Show me my wedding signature on a lawful contract that has full disclosure, does not have um, uh, duress, and uh, uh, and I you know I want to see where all parties of the contract have signed under pain and penalty of perjury. Uh, they don't want to do that in writing. They'll, they'll happily take care of you in court where you deal verbally because they can twist your words and who's there to prove it. But when you, mm-hmm. start, when you demand that all rebuttals be done in writing in affidavit form under pain and penalty of perjury, they can't get out of that. Therefore, they don't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and that's how I deal with them now. Uh, like I said, it, it, it was a scary game in the beginning when I knew they were operating unlawfully, uh, but I did not know how to deal with them. Since I have studied with Hartford and learned commercial law, it is easy to deal with them. And it is easy to extract yourself from the corporation. You simply don't renew the contracts every year. Mm-hmm. And you may end up changing employers because not all employers will let you be a subcontractor. That's how you right. deal with this. Um, you find somebody who, if you don't want to be in business for yourself, then you find somebody who will let you subcontract. And that is actually to the employer's benefit because if he's letting you be a subcontractor, then the employer is not having to be an IRS agent. And, uh, you know, that's what happens when, when you right. sign those W-whatevers, uh, uh, you know, to, to get, get hired on with a job, 
Mm-hmm. You're not the one that gets held accountable for any taxes to get paid or don't get paid. I'm sorry. Uh, your employer is the one who gets his neck in a noose. Uh, and he's now acting as an IRS agent. When you subcontract, he does not have to, or she, uh, your employer does not have to play the role of an IRS agent. You are your, uh, your boss, and you have a right to decide where your monies go. Uh, it would and, seem that way. It would seem huh? that way. It would seem that way, Wayne. Right, it is. Uh, you have a right to run your business as you see fit. The only people that are required to contract with the IRS are federal government employees. I, uh, and, and that can be found on, if you Google, Google up um, 31 questions and answers, let me just read it directly off the sheet. 31 questions and answers about the Internal Revenue Service. If you Google that up, it is page four, question number seven goes into this. Uh, uh, when you choose to run your own business, so to speak, you do not have to contract with anybody that you do not want to contract with, and that includes the IRS. Uh, and uh, and that is how I do this. I do not play games with the IRS. The people who play games, who sign those contracts and then try to warm out of it, those are the ones that get in trouble. I have not known anybody who is doing what I'm doing who simply just refuses to contract with them, who gets in trouble. Mm-hmm. If there's no wet ink signature, there is no, and it has to be on a lawful contract that goes into depth on that, that two-page uh, article that I already gave mention of. Uh, but uh, if you're not in a wet ink signature lawful contract with them, they have no just claim on you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's what I really wish people would take more interest in learning commercial law because what's it say in the scriptures? My people suffer for the lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge, my uh-huh. People, yeah. My people die for the lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what's going on. Yet what do most people do? They play sheeple. They hide their head in the sand. And you cannot get them to bring their heads out. Um, mm-hmm. So in a way, I don't have a whole lot of compassion for society. I feel like they're getting what they deserve, except for the few who would take action if they knew how to take action. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those are the ones who I make my effort to reach out and help. Uh, people reached out to help me, and now it's my turn to reach out and help others. Uh, uh, getting back to how I originally started this in fear, uh, and again, I already knew it was unconstitutional because I'd studied this under Cleon Skousen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I started my, if you want to call it protest, simply because I was working full, full bore. I did not have time to play games, jump, you know, having to sign these papers and jump through hoops to get my own money. And it really angered me that I was put in a situation where I had to jump through hoops to collect what is rightfully mine to begin with. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I just refused, and I, and I had no option. I didn't have the time to deal with it. Uh, so I just simply refused to play their games and refused to sign those contracts. Yes. And and I lived in fear for a few years, and uh, and I outlived it. Uh, in fact, I'll even give an example of just how serious this was one time when I was so stressed for lack of time. Uh, a, a past friend of mine was 
a shenanigan puller and had he was in commercial construction and uh, and he ran out of rabbits to pull out of his hat with the sub, with the the uh, general contractors that he was dealing with at the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I let him use my name. Big mistake. Oh. Don't ever do that. No. Yes. Oh uh, this, no no no. Yeah, uh, this is commercial construction, and we were building Mervyn stores up in the Washington area primarily, and yeah. as well as other uh, shopping centers and, and schools and whatnot. And uh, anyway, I let him use my name, and uh, what a mistake. He ran up a $65,000 IRS bill against me and, th- and, and then uh, failed to pay. I, pres- I personally feel it was more like refused to pay the bonding company using my name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, so now I am unbondable for the rest of my life. But now mm-hmm. that I understand that is... It's not. We've lost him again. Wayne, just hang on. You're coming back. Hang on. Hang on. You may have a. You may have a glitch. He's still there. He's got a glitch in his cord. Wayne, you've got a glitch in your cord. We're gonna play a song. We'll we'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen, while we get Wayne back. Anymore. These life changes Barely awake in harmony Too late for sale All about the fog on the window And the state of affairs You left my soul on vacation Now people are beginning to stare. Telephone's been ringing. Let's talk to Zed. You're like a message on a birthday when nobody cares. Can you tell me how it glows? Before you shrug off your face, I feel early in August for a fire at Thank you. 
Okay, ladies and gentlemen, Tyler Davenport back here trying to get Wayne Bachman back on. Okay, we are back on now, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, with uh, Wayne Bachman, trying to get Wayne back in here as soon as we can. I'll tell you, somebody out there doesn't want us to do this show. Boy, I tell you, we have, uh, yeah, there's Wayne now with a message. Let me see what he says. He says, yes, and um, can you hear me, Wayne? Uh, I'm trying to figure out here if he's on. He's having trouble with his cord or something on his microphone. That that's what usually that's what sounds like is happening, is he's having trouble with his microphone set. He may need to re Skype up, and um, try it again or reboot maybe. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about this very complex issue. I hear you, Wayne. Right? There you are, Wayne. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, he's here. Somebody he's must here. not want me to be exposing the truth. Is that what's going on? Well, like I said, this has happened so many times, depending on who we have on, depending on <laughs> what we're talking about, depending on the time of day and all those other things. Uh, very interesting, though. Ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about uh, something that is very close to my heart and uh, very complex, very complex, uh, contrary to popular belief in the in the New Age uh, prepper uh, movement and in the Patriot movement. Uh, it is very difficult uh, thing to talk about, especially to people with cognitive dissonance and people who are living in their comfort zone and people who think the government are here to help us. Uh, people that still believe in elections, you know, I've told you all that presidents are appointed and not elected, and you all are just now in my circle figuring that one out. So anyway, Wayne Bachman, we're back home with you, and try to continue where you were, uh, okay. if you remember. Okay. I remember basically where I, I was telling people that I had loaned my name to a friend who then ran up a an IRS bill of of – $65,000, and I had no way of paying that back, and, and I already knew IRS was unconstitutional to begin with. So what I did was I lived on the lamb. Uh, I basically went into hiding, which worked out to my benefit in other ways anyway, 
but uh, uh, when I got notices, I had a P.O. box, but I did not have a physical address. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I basically just lived from one construction site to another. Um, and that way I had no, re- no real address. And, and anyway, when I would get these letters from the IRS, I burnt them. I did not <laughs> have to sign them. I burnt them. Mm-hmm. Since I did not have to sign, I knew there was no proof. And uh, so I just torched every one of them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I never heard from them again. That was it. Uh, mm. And I lived that way for 10 years. It's oh, is seven years, but I did 10 just to make sure. Right, uh, right. Uh, uh, and now that I know commercial law, I could have done it uh, easier, faster. Uh, what I would have done had I known what was going on with this so-called friend, mm-hmm. uh, I would have required him to require uh, paperwork, you know, generate paperwork for all of the contractors and the construction workers to sign putting them under uh, subcontract issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, let them be their own subcontractors so the general contractor or the, the this guy would not be bound. Mm-hmm. If the uh, subcontractors would uh, let the construction workers be their own entity and not sign uh, papers with the IRS, then the subcontractor and the general contractor are not being held as IRS agents. Mm -hmm. And then the uh, construction workers are free to do with whatever they want to do with their money. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it would benefit all parties concerned, except the IRS. We don't give a dang about that. Right. Uh, At least I don't. Right. Um, They're just another corrupt corporation, and I'm not bowing down to them, and that's just the way it is. They can shoot me or whatever, but they're going to be held accountable for it. They will have to answer it's mm-hmm. like going to have to answer what they did to the Lavoie Clinic. And, uh, well, one thing I always talk about, uh, you bring up a good point uh, about people. People are in fear. Uh, you know, people are in fear of the government. They're in fear of the police. They're in, they're in fear of the municipalities and the city structure and the county structure and the state structure and the federal structure and the government structure. People have been trained and taught and programmed and indoctrinated to bow down to these systems. And so they're so indoctrinated that to hear anything contrary to what you're talking, you know, contrary to what they're used to, uh, it's very shocking to them. It's very shocking to the system to hear anything like this, like we're talking about tonight. And I can understand people being in fear. I can understand their uh, indoctrination and their programming and how deep that runs and how deep that river is. Uh, so, you know, uh, when we speak to people on the show, I'm very glad you've got a very soft tone of voice and you're very calming and you're speaking English, you're speaking the way people can understand. That's what we need on this show. Uh, I can't wait to get you and Piper Casper together. Uh, Ed, on the other hand, is a little bit rambunctious and <laughs> we're going to have to calm Ed down to keep him calm. Uh, but you and Piper Casper, oh, my God, what a team. What a powerful team for radio. Unbelievable. You know, she does my Sunday night show with me every Sunday night on the roundtable. Uh, but uh, go ahead and continue. I just wanted to say that this is not easy, as we said in the beginning. It does take uh, a lot of mentoring, and it does take someone who really cares uh, to work with you 
and to help you through all of this process. Now, I wanted to ask a question, Wayne. Is there any specific paperwork that people make up on their own to do these things and to get away from the system? Are there pre-printed things that can be uh, acquired out there to use to get out of certain contracts and certain systems, or is it more of a verbal knowing? It's kind of a combination. Uh, the reason a lot of people get in trouble with the Bar Association is because they're using Bar Association copyrighted paperwork, mm-hmm. and, and that gets them into trouble. Here they are using their enemy's um, copyrighted material to attack their enemy. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not the right way to do things. No, yeah. you don't have to. You don't. Uh, there are other uh, uh, templates out there that you can use, uh, and I'll give you the name of one right now before to make sure I don't forget it. Right. And this is this is for doing uh, this. In order to use this, you have to understand mar- marsh- mar- maritime law. Maritime law. Maritime law. Maritime law. law it's very sea. easy. It's very easy. I'll explain maritime law. It takes me about five minutes. And yeah, the law of the sea, the berthing, and the dock. Exactly. That's exactly. Yes. It is extremely easy, but it took. We're we're still here, Wayne. Don't don't go away. Whatever you do. Your cord, something is in your cord. I can hear it. Just keep, stay there, Wayne. Move your headset around. Move your head around. Move your mouthpiece around. Um, yeah, they're definitely working on us tonight. Definitely working on us tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, just stand by and we'll get Wayne back on. I hear Wayne coming in and out. He's coming in and out. There's in, there's out. We just got to hang in there for another minute and um, see if we can't get this uh, fixed. Let me tell Wayne we're going to call him back. Um, We are going to call you back. We're going to call you back and get a new connection. Let me see what Wayne says. He's typing. Yes, he can hear me. So Wayne's not using a headset. Okay, so Wayne, we're going to call you back if you can hear me. Can you hear me? Give me a thumbs up. If you can hear me, give me a thumbs up. He can hear me. So Wayne can hear me, but I can't hear Wayne. The station is up and fully running. We've got five computers running. All systems are go. Here we go. We're going to try to call you back, Wayne. Hang up, Wayne, and we're going to call you back. We could try the landline. Got it? Got it. Okay. We're on that road again. (laughs) Did you know that Willie Nelson was killed the other day? They found him playing on the road again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's dumb. He's a... He's an old, uh, old, old, old buddy of mine. Don't say that. <laughs> he, uh, I used to play country music and all over the South. <laughs> and and I love it. You know, uh, 
Yeah. Uh, and I like listening to Willie, you know, is that that on the road again song was one of my my theme song for years while I was traveling on the road. I love that song. I love it too. I love Willie. He's a he's a character. I'll tell you, he's a character. Probably my favorite song from him, other than "On the Road Again," would be the same song that Elvis did. Um, "You're on My Mind." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. I love that. Uh, let's take everybody back to maritime law uh, and the Phoenicians and the Canaanites and all the way back there uh, a couple thousand years ago, three thousand years ago. All this started. Uh, and kind of uh, became a part of the culture and the banking culture, maritime law, uh, the ship birthing in the dock, and uh, even when you deliver a baby in the delivery room coming down the canal, birth canal, and breaking water, all of these things have to do with maritime uh, law. Uh, Not the law of the land, not the natural man, but uh, legalese and uh, banking uh, industry and finance and uh, the economy and everything that has to do with fiat currency. And as you know, currency flows. Currency flows like electricity. And if you put your money in a bank, what is a bank? A bank is in between the river. So all of these things are very important, phonetics, Phoenicians, and words and spells. You, you just taught me one that I hadn't heard, and that was the banks, you know, pertaining to the edge of a river. Yes, yes, very much so. And the water flows, the yeah. water flows through and between the bank, and the yep. bank is the one that contains the energy. Yep, yep, that is so true. Um, I've been fascinated with maritime law because somebody had to have been on drugs or definitely perverted to come up bring with them in. that. Bring them in. We're going to bring this caller in. We may not keep them. Okay, go for it. Go for it. I'm sorry. You're on with Kyler Davenport and Wayne Bachman. Go ahead. Caller, you're oh, on the line. Uh, I, I, I was calling to listen. I didn't know I was going to be on the air. <laughs> My name is Barbara Bird. Hello, Barbara. How are you doing tonight? Oh, good. How are you? Pretty good. Uh, yeah, just listen on. That's good. You can stay. Uh, you can stay on, and we'll just uh, just pop in there if you have a question. All right. Thank you. Wayne, are you still with me? Wayne's dropping again. Boy, I tell you, the National Security Agency really wants us uh, tonight. Department of uh, Justice, Department of Defense, FBI. <laughs> they do not want us talking about this subject tonight, I'll tell you. They're going to do everything they can to shut us down, uh, which happens so many times. We've done over 1,500 shows, and this is not the first time this has happened. Uh, I'm getting very disturbed, producers. Let's uh, call Wayne back in, please, one more time. Let's get it done. Um, ladies and gentlemen, stand by. We're going to get Wayne back in. This is some very powerful information that we're hearing tonight, and it's even going to be more powerful on the show Sunday night. There's Wayne. There I am. Yes. Yeah, Barbara Bird, she's a special friend of mine. I love her. You know, I, there's lots of Lots of special friends I love, so don't don't take it too personally. But Yeah, Barbara's on listening with us, so go ahead, Wayne. Yeah. 
as I said, the banks and the river and the flowing of the electricity, the flowing of the energy, it all has to do with maritime and it all has to do with the moon and the sun. And I'll, I could go all the way back, you know, 6,000 years, but I won't on this show. We will Sunday night. We'll cover some of this. But uh, this is all maritime law based on maritime law. The doc, the judge sits on the bench and uh, behind the gate and uh, the docket, you're on the docket. So if you look at phonetics, you'll be very interested. Many people fall off in the floor when I go on with this and extend this. They just literally fall off in the floor. They can't believe how all of this has to do with water and the water in the body. The body's made up of, you know, over 80% water. So all of this has to do with the water, ladies and gentlemen. Go ahead, Wayne. Okay. Yeah, it it took me, I'm going to say, a couple of years to grasp this. I under since I am a commercial diver uh, or was in my younger days, I uh, I understand maritime law, and uh, that part was easy. But grasping an affidavit, I could not find anybody who could tell me what an affidavit was until I met uh, Fred and Nina Gutierrez. Uh, they they're kind of the ones that really got me started, uh, and I am very appreciative of them. I, uh, uh, Fred is just, just excellent at describing this, and I'll do my best to share it. Uh, when you go into a courtroom and you think the judge is almighty and powerful, we have not had any lawful judges since 1798, if I remember the date correctly. Uh, right, right, and especially, especially with statutes and ordinances like for traffic uh, court, the judge is acting simply as a clerk, and that's it—a clerk, not a judge, but an administrator. Yep, correct. Uh, and he is—he is employed by the uh, Department of Justice, which is not part of government, uh, right? Not our lawful government, anyway. It is another corporation. And the IRS, you know, uh, the the Department of Justice is the legal office for the Federal Reserve. Mm-hmm. And the Federal Reserve is not part of the government; it's another corporation. And the IRS is their collection agency. Right, so along with the International can, Monetary Fund. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so now that people can take this information and understand that this government is not a government, just a massive. Uh, cancer of corporate greed, uh, you can put things into better perspective. Instead of being intimidated, we should be angered, and uh, but in control, not uncontrolled. Right. Uh, I do not want to promote anger and violence. No. Uh, what we need to do is use the pen. The pen is far mightier than the sword. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, when we realize that it's all about contracts, and if you don't sign those contracts in the courtroom or with the cop, uh, they have no lawful standing on you. They can put you under duress, but keep this in mind. When they, you cannot hold them accountable and uh, file criminal complaints on them. You cannot file liens and bills of exchange mm-hmm. until they violate your rights. So if they want to violate your rights, fine, great, go for it. We will hold you accountable, and you will be held to balance the books. Mm-hmm. 
And mm-hmm. that's this is what uh, Hartford Van Dyke taught me is don't go at them with anger, don't be intimidated, just simply go to balance the books. Mm-hmm. They understand that. If you get angry, you're going to say things and be out of control and whatnot. You want to make sure everything is in writing and that you demand that all rebuttals done in writing so that everything is documented and they can't say, well, you said this, that is the next thing that you didn't say because it's all there in writing and they can't change it. Right, and when they bring you into court, something very important to interject here is when they bring you into jail, rather, if you're arrested, they always come in with a detective or two and they'll hand you a piece of paper. The good cop will hand you a piece of paper and say, now just, if you will, just write down kind of in your own words what happened out there and just kind of let us know, kind of just write down in your own words. It's no big deal, and just kind of give us an idea of what we can be talking about here and then sign it at the bottom. Yep. Well, guess what? That's the, that paper is straight from hell. It's it's the most dangerous paper you could ever sign in your entire lifetime. But they make it sound so sweet and so easy and so cool. You know, they'll even give you a blank piece of paper, yellow notebook paper with lines on it, and tell you just to fill it out, put on there what happened. I tell everyone, never, never, ever sign a document when you've been detained, never ever sign a document. And the the next thing I want to say is never answer any questions with a cop. Never, ever, 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 ever answer any questions with a cop present. Always be nice, always be courteous, but say, I do not answer questions. I I do not answer questions. Okay, so I didn't mean to butt in there. I thought you done. I have a little placard over the VIN number on uh, on my Subaru, it says, I, huh, now I forgot what it says. <laughs> it's, I'm 65 years old. Give me a little credit with Alzheimer's. <laughs> I'm 60. I'm 60. So, yeah, we got, yeah. Yeah, I've got a little Alzheimer's myself there going on. We're losing Wayne again, I think. This is exciting uh, in a way because uh, it means we're really doing something powerful here. Really. Barbara, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. We've really we've really stepped on some toes tonight, I'll tell you. They're trying to clip Wayne and I from talking to each other. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah, it's very familiar. It's all too familiar to us. Um. Let's get Wayne back in on a call. Let's just recall him. This is really perturbing to me. Did he? Did you lose him again? Yeah, lost him for the third time tonight. Oh. But I hear him popping. I hear him popping in and out. Uh huh. Did I? Um, I I don't know how long you've been on the air. Uh, I just got off work and uh, called in. Uh, so I haven't heard anything uh, before I called in. Um, so I'm trying to just gather what the the topic here and uh we're really and, uh, really talking about people um wanting to disconnect from this uh corrupt system government we, system yeah and and how to do that you know uh intelligently and with finesse and being um as professional as possible in doing so, you know, and following Lisa, the right mentors. And 
the least amount of resistance, maybe? Well, in, in some, to some degree, yes, definitely to some degree, the least amount of resistance. Mm-hmm. And not completely passive, mm-hmm. but maybe passive-aggressive, you know, in a good kind of way. Uh, let's try to call him back in now, please. He said call. You know. Go ahead, Barbara. Um, I'm just, I'm learning so much here recently, and uh, so I'm, uh, I guess, you know, uh, trying to figure out the same, as, you know, the same thing, how to disconnect the right way, the proper way. Well, um, to me, to me, this is so exciting to me. I mean, this is, I know Wayne's back on with us now, and I hope he can it stay there. Is. This is so exciting to me at 60 years old. It's, uh, it's intriguing to hear all of this new information that I'm gathering and that's coming my way. Uh, the flow, the currency is coming my way. The flow of energy is coming my way, and the river is changing mm-hmm. course drastically. Um, Wayne, are you with us? Drastically. Yeah, yes, I'm, I'm here. I'm- yeah, I don't know what keeps happening, Wayne. I'm not even going to try and speculate um and and Ed y'all get ready if Ed does come in uh Ed's very excitable and let me calm let me be the one to calm him down he's very smart <laughs> very 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 smart and very on cue and very intelligent uh and he's in the middle of this battle i mean he is in the thrust of this battle he is on the front line he is he is all armored up, you know, and he's the one taking all the shit. Uh, he's the one the shit's flying, and it's all going in Ed's face. And Ed may be approaching this a little bit uh, drastic on the drastic side, but he's dealing with the Pope and the governor and the Senate and the Congress directly, and they all know him, and I've known Ed for a long time, so... Ed's uh, the, probably the veteran here, you know, and um, I'm going to let Ed in, uh, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> this may turn into the WWE wrestling night, but uh, go ahead and get Ed in. I think Ed and Wayne need to butt heads, need to meet, need to come together. And be <laughs> I'm friends. not going to butt heads with anybody. If oh, <laughs> don't say that now, Wayne. Don't say that. Uh, it's just that everybody has their own gift, and uh, all these gifts brought together are good, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoa, I'm here now. Okay, Ed, good. You're back from the dentist. Good, good, good. We're on with Wayne Bachman, and Barbara's on the line with us also. Uh, Barbara hung up, I think, and she's going to just listen, I think. But uh, Oh, God, because I missed Wayne's first opening structure. Well, it was unbelievable, let me tell you, unbelievable. Uh, Wayne's got a way of words, and he's got a way to describe and discuss and a way to lay this all out that uh, people can swallow and people can put on the tongue and be, not be so bitter uh, and so forth. So, and Barbara is calling back in. Wayne, go ahead. Uh, Ed, Edward Johnston, meet Wayne Bachman. Now, Ed has uh, 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 been to the dentist, and he's back now, and I hope he's feeling better, and we'll ask him about that in a minute. Wayne, go ahead. Where were we? Well, I hope the dentist wasn't so mean and cruel to you that you can't respond. <laughs> oh, no, trust me. I've got my medication. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. hell. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I, I, we went through so many trials and struggles here, I forgot where we were. But, uh, well, 
I was talking at the end there about, uh, you know, the importance of this information and how proud I was to have you on and have the team that we have with Edward Johnston and Wayne Bachman and Piper Casper and uh, how wonderful this team is going to be. And I'm not, you know, here I am getting all excited early and somebody's going to come and poo-poo on my parade. It usually <laughs> happens. But uh, I see a really good team uh, forming here, and I, I just don't want it to go away. And, uh, you know, I, I, I will say that the, gov- the government, uh, the governor, the government, the, the, the powers that be out there who think they're the rulers and the masters of the commoners, they have ways of keeping us apart. You know, and I'll tell you something else. There have been instigators come in when this has happened before, and we've had a great group coming together, and everything was going just perfect. You could just hear the wheels being greased, and you could just hear the train going down the track so perfectly, and then, bang, we hit a wall, and somebody comes in, some troll or some Instantly comes in and bang, we're all at each other's throats and 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 we're hating each other and there's slander and there's gossip and there's you know this happens this happens I don't know if it's government mind control at my age I'm starting to think it is I'm starting to really honestly truly think that it's government mind control. Yeah, hey Kyler, I want to ask Wayne a couple of questions. Seeing that I just jumped in. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Wayne, what, what territory are you in? Well, I am not in anything, and I'll describe that and why I say that, because it is a serious thing with legalese. If you I'm are, asking the question because I know. Okay. Uh, I do not live in Oregon or Utah because only dead people live in the state. I live mm-hmm. on the land. Sometimes I'm here in Hiram, Utah. Sometimes I'm in... Wherever in Oregon, I could be at Burns. I've, I've lived outside of Burns for almost 20 years. Uh, and, uh, yes, I did attend the refuge. And, and yes, I did witness some criminal conduct, and it was by Mark McConnell. And uh, I know who you're talking about. Okay, good enough. That's the only criminal conduct I saw is what I saw Mark McConnell committing. So uh, I guess there were some things done after the, the slaughter of Lavoie that I did not witness it. I had left on the Sunday previous um, to, uh, to the, the incident. And uh, so whatever took place after that, I have no clue of. But, uh, but anyway, I, uh, uh, I am a living, natural man. I live on the land, not in it. And that keeps me from being, uh, you know, it, if you if you want to say that you are a uh, resident, a resident is a dead body that's in the ground, according to the the London Lawyers Guild people, or the American Bar Association, or the you know the it's it's all from the, the Crown Templars. Too. Yeah, it's just it's all from the Crown Templars, a secret society based in London, and. Uh, and I, in fact, since I have the opportunity here, I don't know how big of an audience I have here, but I tried like crazy to find out what Barr stood for, and I could not find out for ages. Then I met a guy by the name of Johnny Liberty, who uh, had, <laughs> I bought a bunch of, yeah. Uh, you no, know, I know who you're talking great. about. Okay. 
so anyway, I want to explain, and, and I really don't want any interruptions when I explain this because it's very serious business, very serious information that people need to get themselves out of the jail that has been created for them. Uh, the American Bar Association is under the uh, middle temple. Of, let me back up and set the way I normally say it. BAR stands for British Accreditation Registry. Write it down. You will not find it publicly unless somebody wants you to have it. And the only people that want you to have it are fellow BAR registrants. When somebody is registered with the BAR, they are an agent for the British Crown Templars, which is a secret society based in London, started and maintained by communists. And uh, uh, the American Bar Association is under the Middle Temple. The Canadian Bar Association is under the Outer Temple. And they have other temples that are, on, are over other jurisdictions of um, area of the, the, the world. So you know, it's basically this country has been dominated and controlled and run by the Bar Association. And I have already let some bar registrants who have confronted me and, and justly dealt with me I've let them know that the bar is coming down, and I am helping to do it. And if they don't like it, they should not have violated my rights. Now, is there any unwanted listeners that do not appreciate hearing that? You have nobody to blame except your own entities. I could not care less about any threats you throw my way. I will stand up for the right and let the chips fall where they may. If you don't like it, go listen someplace else. Right okay. on, Wayne. Right on. Okay. Good. So anyway. well, you're telling the facts on that, and that's the one thing that most people do not comprehend. It's run by the Vatican through the court systems, through your churches, through your home. And people don't want to believe that structure, but that's the reality we're living, because when you go to court, you're paying for another man's sins. Or women's I, sins. Know who I'm, I know who I'm talking to now. This is Ed that used to be on another program with me. Yeah, I said, no, I figured you were going to get <laughs> How you been doing? It's been a while. <laughs> Well, anyway, welcome, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't changed much. You know, you know that there's panicking because me and uh, Dave filed on the bar as well, and we filed with um, uh, Scalia on the lawful rights of le legal bloodline American and the legal structure of, you know, foreigners, and he got that 10 days before he was uh, assassinated. Because we were able to prove it beyond a shadow of a doubt, and Roberts didn't even Roberts gave it to Scalia to go through it. Did you know that uh, uh, that um, Scalia was murdered, and that the, they were in the process of murdering Roberts also, but caught the guys in the act? Yeah, they did. Yes, they did because uh, Scalia was supposed to make the final decision on Obama if he was lawful and legal in the country by his birth certificate record and his Social Security, and we proved Social Security is a constitutional law, but it only affects lawful bloodline. It does not affect foreign agents or foreigners. So, <laughs> okay. Excuse me, I got a cough for a minute. I I was working out in the cold and wind over in Bend and the snow and stuff, and I don't do well in cold weather. I work up a sweat, and now I'm paying for it. So yeah, give me a minute either. to cough it out of me. Sure, go ahead. Yeah. Hey, Wayne, you still got my number, don't you? Okay, hopefully I'm back in most of living for a while. Yeah, yeah, you are, you are. Okay. So um, one of the great things that I hear tonight uh, is that we're putting this all together. So far, the show has been running really well, 
and we're putting this all together where even I can understand it, and that's really a good thing because I always play the devil's advocate, and uh, I like to uh, pretend that I'm someone who just doesn't know anything about this, and I've had some cognitive dissonance going on, <laughs> and I might think that you all are just a couple of idiots, a couple of lunatics, you know, but I'm willing to listen, you know, and uh, that's worked out real well so far. Uh, Wayne, you've been really, really articulate in the way that you're explaining this. Uh, I'm doing it deliberately. I'm doing it deliberately because I know what it's like to be on the other end. It 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 took me a, a year or two to really kind of pull the information together and and have it gel inside my brain. Um, well, like I said, it, it doesn't happen overnight unless like you unless you've been surrounded by it. It just does not happen overnight. Like I said in the beginning of the show, I do not like people that come on and know it all, and I do not like yeah. people that come on and start spouting statutes and numbers and C twenty five this, four hundred two that, and HR fifty one sixty three forty one that. Mike. <laughs> that means absolutely nothing to me or anyone else, you know. And so far, you have been one of the only people that have been able to speak perfect English on this subject, including Ed Johnston. Uh, you've been one of the only people that I've heard that's been able to really calmly and coolly, with a soft, smooth voice, describe and discuss and analyze and dissect this situation. So well, that, that, that is how I take that as a compliment, because I, that is my goal. Most people don't take me that way. Uh, yes, most people I, I take me as a radical. No. They, most people think I'm as radical as Ed. So. Uh, I just don't. I'm want to sorry. <laughs> Go ahead, Barbara. Can I interrupt because because that's not true, Wayne. Because actually, I hang on your on your every word when you uh, when we have had those moments where we could just you know talk this way, um, and I I listen and I file it away. You know. Um, I am so new at this, so I'm not completely up to speed. And um, but I but I listen and and I file it away, and then I I find out more stuff, you know, and more stuff and more stuff. But Wayne is very good at explaining if you can get the time with him, you know, uninterrupted time. He's really good at explaining things and has helped, you know, helped kind of. Uh, kind of paved the way, I guess, for mm-hmm. me to keep mm-hmm. learning. And, it, so, and it does, he's it, not one that he's not one that like bombards you where it uh, overloads you and you kind of uh, step back because it's too much. And it doesn't sound it doesn't sound so scary <laughs> coming from you, Wayne. It doesn't sound yeah. so terrifying. Mm-hmm. And, and it's and, not like when I talk where people get uh, terrified because I overload them, and Wayne knows that too. too. Yes, you do, Ed. You do. And I admit to it. You know, you need to chill, Ed. You need to learn to chill out. You know, I've learned to chill out over the years. You've heard me chill down, Ed. You've been with me for years. You've heard me chill out. I used to be the shock jock from hell, and I had to really work on myself to be able to come on air and talk with a normal tone of voice and I still get radical, but we're not on a radical show tonight. We're not on a crazy, insane uh, ride tonight. This is a very serious matter, you know. Okay. Now that you have, now that you have said that and you have given me a swollen head, let me let me. Uh, uh, <laughs> there's there there are some serious things that I do need to share that are of the nature that you don't like, but there's not very many. 
but these are the main uh, USC that you want to that you want to write down. Uh, 18 USC number four requires us to report criminal conduct when we find out. Re- requires anybody to uh, report this criminal conduct when we find out about it. Uh, you can be held just as guilty as the criminal that committed it if you knew but didn't report. That's 18 USC number four. And that also too makes you liable for the uh, the case as equal as the perpetrator. Sure, exactly. Uh, and so you, there are some things that do need to be specific. There aren't many. The main ones that get used is what I just gave you, uh, Title 18, uh, 241 and 242, mm-hmm. Title uh, 42, 1983, mm-hmm. 1985, 1986. And basically, that's it. Those are the main ones that get used. There are others. You can draw on others, but you don't need it. And you don't, you know, and I view it as, you know, I hate it when people throw all these spit all these numbers and regulations and stuff at me, and that's why I don't do it to other people. I don't want to do what I don't want done to me. Right. Uh, but there are those that do need to be written down because they are your main uh, lifesavers when it comes to uh, filing criminal complaints. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, Not only that, you have to read Title 17 about your court structure and how that applies to the judges. I'll have to look at that one. I don't really you know. To say you are things. familiar with uh, Title Eight USC fourteen oh one. I I don't know. I, I like I said. I have not focused on all these oh, uh, oh, rules. So you're gonna love what I did, Wayne. Like, I filed my coroner's request. Okay, okay. I know you did a bunch of things. Okay, you, you know what I'm referring to, Ed? Ed, are we both huh? going to speak at once, or can we take turns? I apologize. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. No, I'm. I just. Uh, I know you've gotten into a lot of the the branches and the leaves, so to speak. Whereas I, I am sticking with the trunk and the main the main limbs to make things simple for myself as well as others. Yes, and, and that's what I'm looking for tonight. Okay. Uh, I I know Ed has done a lot of work there at the Capitol Building in Salem. Uh, he's. I, you know, he and I have been on another program a lot, and unfortunately, that other person is in jail right now, a superior court judge, yeah, who is has not had any lawful criminal charges, but yet he's been detained in jail in Colorado for months now. And it needs this kind of crap just needs to stop. We've got, you know, it is time we, the people, stood up and said, enough is enough is enough. Uh, and... Uh, uh, that other individual has a site that I want to refer online here. It well, it's, and I don't know that I can do it accurately because it's different now. Uh, one of the main guys died, and uh, natural causes. But nevertheless, he chose or he was taken, and uh, so we no longer have the benefit of his knowledge. And since he took his passwords with him, uh, we had to start over again. And uh, uh, but it was um, oh, what is it, Ed? What what what's Steve's? I can't pull it out. Are right you now. talking about Curry? Huh? Curry? 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 Yes. I just didn't want to bring right. his full name out. 
I'm sorry, I wasn't going to bring his full name up, but let me see if I could do that and find it and put. Well, it'll, put it'll that come out. to me later. So let's just move on. It, 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 yeah. it will come to me later. Um, oh, it's uh, Four Corners Doctrine. Yeah. Four Corners Doctrine dot com. Uh, and there might be something else to it, but if you just Google up Four Corners Doctrine, you'll probably come across it. Um, on Steve's site, you will see a, uh, a a buck, a picture of a buck, and it says the buck stops here. And uh, if you go to the link that says salvage liens, keep in mind maritime law. If a ship sinks, you have salvage rights. Mm-hmm. Okay. And salvage liens are part of maritime law. And when your public servants violate your rights, you have the right to file bills of exchange with the Coast Guard as well as banks. Coast Guard is supposed to keep all enemies out of the country, foreign and domestic. Uh, when you use this salvage lien template that is on his site, uh, you can do the the bills of exchange rather easily, and uh, uh, and that is just one. That is basically Steve's big contribution. He also has studied under uh, or uses a lot of Cle- on a lot of Hartford Van Dyke's material, mm-hmm. uh, which is UBC Uniform Bonding Code. UCCs are unconstitutional for those who don't know, as judges' personal opinions and rulings from the bench, which is unconstitutional. And uh, why, so why? we don't even we don't even get involved with UCCs. We use the Uniform Bonding Code, and ha- uh, and let all the let at least five bonding companies know. Give them copies of everything when you file papers on somebody, and then give them a directive to post that on their APB, All Points Bulletin, and that lets all bonding companies across the nation know who these criminals are and what they've been doing, and it also uh, uh, puts them on notice that if if the, the other individual wants to be bonded, uh, you know, if the criminal wants to be bonded through someone else, if he gets gets his bond jerked, it lets all the other companies know what's going on and gives them notice, lawful notice, to not bond these criminals. Mm-hmm. So when a criminal will say, Mr. Judge, violates you, and you file and serve papers, and then you give pap- copies of everything to the bonding companies with the directive to post on their APB, they post that information online, and all bonding companies across the nation know about it. That judge, if he does not report to the bonding company that he's he's using, within 30 days, automatically loses his bonding, and it will most likely be for life. That simple. Bonding companies are there to make make money, and they are very very strict about their business. And if uh, if they no, they're not. They're not required to bond criminal conduct or the criminals. And if they find out that, you know, if someone will give them lawful papers, uh, they will jerk their bonds in a heartbeat. They do not have to bond these criminals. And I know of one judge up in Portland, Oregon, who uh, chose to violate people after people after people, and, and so on and so forth. Finally, someday, one day. Somebody filed criminal complaints on him and did this process, 
and he uh, got fired, went down to California, tricked somebody into not knowing what he'd done, and they hired him, and then found out what he had done, and then the company in California fired him. He could not get a job. He ended up coming back up to Portland, and he is now a parking lot superintendent. Oh, my God. That's kind of like being a, a coffee shack worker, you know, big yeah. emotion. Um, when the bonding companies unbond you, remove your bond, you're, and you're unbondable for life, you're screwed. You won't be getting any more of those fancy jobs. Wayne, I wanted to ask you to talk a little bit about the legal name or person created, you know, at your birth, and that being the power source of corruption. Uh, you know, it gives you, well, it gives them the power to lend you money, and it uh, they get rich off the labor of uh, people, of chattel, of cattle. Uh, mm-hmm. It's what gives you the benefits at the expense of throwing your own kids into the fire. Uh, right. Can you talk a little bit about that and how you voluntarily enter into this own enslavement of these laws which are created out of the Sorry about that. corporation? Yes. Um, uh, let me begin by stating that it all begins with the marriage license and the birth certificate. The marriage license is a contract that enables the government to be the dominant third party in your marriage and they claim ownership of all kids produced. That is used in conjunction with the birth certificate, which is nothing more than a warehouse receipt with a fabricated name and a trust account number. You know, you look at your birth certificate and you see that, uh, I think it's like five or six or seven digits, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is a trust account number, and that is issued if you have survived living for the first 10 to 14 days then they create this trust account in a name that is similar to yours with the all uppercase, but is not your name, upper lowercase. The government created that name. My standing is I do not have to accept something that they created. They can do with it whatever they want. I do not claim it. And, uh, and that helps to keep me out of trouble because if you accept the benefits from government – and keep in mind, even jail and prison are considered benefits because they're housing you and feeding you and clothing you, barely. Um, those are considered benefits. Anytime that you are accepting benefits, you are a public survey, excuse me, you are a corporate slave. And that's not a good position to be in. So I do not even claim the name. They created it. They can do with it whatever they want. Um, I uh, I stick strictly with the uh, with my upper lowercase name, and since I am German, I use the Vaughn, which means of the family of, and I learned that from Anna Von Wrights and Steve Curry, uh, and uh, uh, I am not. Uh, you can use people can use that trust account to pay off public bills like utility bills, power, electric, you know, whatever. Uh, your water, your sewer bill, you can use those those public funds in that trust account to pay those bills if you want. If you are in bankruptcy and your house is stolen from you by FEMA or who are not not FEMA, um, whatever the housing there. people, right? Yeah. Uh, if if they go into if it goes into foreclosure and they start to steal your house, you can I've been told use that trust account number to pay them off. The house is already paid for anyway. Uh, when you, uh, I should go into talking about uh, banking 
uh, and let you know that when you go in to get a loan for $200,000, you don't know it, but you are actually being, I don't want to say given, there is 10 times that that is being given to the bank if it's a bank in good standing mm-hmm. by the Federal Reserve. Okay? Yes, it is. Yes, it okay? is. Uh, so when when you go in for $200,000, you're actually getting a $2 million loan, if you want to call it that, from the Federal Reserve. The bank does not even let you know about it. They're That's using the loan. Money. Yes, of yeah. course. Yeah. Uh, they are, banks are not allowed to use their own assets. Uh, so they use this multiplication cor- uh, fraud to collect digits. It's not money. It's just digits. Derivative. And uh, uh, and that's what they loan people, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and people you know. So anyway, getting back on track here, your house is already paid off. You just don't know it, and uh, uh, they use you can use this trust account to pay off your house if you're in a foreclosure situation. I do not know the process. I've not needed it, uh, so I have not studied it. But you can get that on hisadvocate dot. Calm. Uh, I know Kelby Smith personally. He's he is very he is a uh, uh, a real estate broker. Uh, he is very very knowledgeable in this stuff. And, and there are lots of other people on that site that are very very knowledgeable. Um, <coughs> sorry about that. Um, so if you're in that kind of a situation, uh, that would be an avenue where you can go. But yes, you when when your parents accept that uh, uh, birth certificate, uh, they have just basically screwed you without knowing it, most likely. But uh, uh, but it all begins with the marriage license. Uh, that just that is just the biggest fraud to me. Uh, it allows the government to be the dominant third party in your marriage. Who wants the government in their bedroom? Let you know? me let me ask you, Wayne. Let me ask you this. And okay. I know you already you already know the answer, and you're going to be spitting it out in your head before <laughs> I even open my mouth. But uh, why is it in this country people have been brainwashed into thinking that marriage is something holy and something wonderful and something compassionate and something uh, religious and something it's almost deitized? Well, you are supposed to be married if you're going to be living together and having sex and whatnot. If you're going to be raising children, they need a secure environment, which we don't have now, even with me. But, but, uh, but my point is, my point is, I've studied marriage ceremonies and cultures 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 years ago that we have archaeological evidence of, and we have any written records since the uh, printing press was invented by Gutenberg, um, and marriage comes in many different forms, jumping over, yeah, a, jumping over a broomstick, uh, you know, mm-hmm. climbing a rock and jumping off with your feet. There's all kinds of ways to get married. Right, right. But I'm not for the one down at the courthouse or the judge. I'm not either. So, I, I advise people to get a divorce. Uh, yes, in fact, there's a, there's a neat way to get a divorce for free. It's actually not a divorce. It's an annulment. Um, mm-hmm. put, it uh, huh? put it Put an ad in the paper. No, the marriage license is full of fraud. Did they tell you that the government is, uh, claims the right to be the dominant third party in your marriage of course when, not. when you get married with that? Did they tell you that they claim ownership of all the kids? 
That is lack of full disclosure, and that's fraud, and that's punishable. <clears throat> now, uh, if I were married through the courts, I would draft a paper explaining to them that I now know the fraud. And if they do not annul this, this marriage immediately, I will be bringing criminal charges against them. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking commercial law, not U- UCCs. Uh, mm-hmm. b- bonding companies around the whole world use commercial law. Mm-hmm. And that is a uh, – uh, let me read – let me read a paper by Hartford. He says this so well. Please, please do. Okay. Please do. Com- commerce can survive without courts, lawyers, laws, and the legal system generally. But the legal system cannot survive without commerce. Therefore, mm-hmm. commerce is more fundamental than and important than the legal system. Therefore, commercial law takes precedence over equity law, common law, and statutory law, and any other any and all other systems of social law. But commercial law is and always will remain subordinate to pure natural law. Commercial law is the fundamental system of social law. Commercial law as a direct social... I'll start over on that. Commercial law as a direct social imitation of natural law, the laws of natural energy systems, is primarily social law. All other systems of social law are secondary to social law. So uh, when the way Hartford lays that out, you know, even caveman alley-oop needed commerce. And let me trade my, my uh, uh, wolverine for your badger or something. Right. Um, or maybe he went after a saber-toothed tiger. Maybe he wanted a saber-toothed tiger and didn't have the, the means to get it, but his neighbor did, so he traded a bunch of wolverines to get his saber-toothed mm-hmm. tiger hide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Commerce has been going on since Adam and Eve, and uh, <coughs> and we, you know, this so-called legal system we have is nothing but a fraud, you know, and I, I just have no respect for it or those who promote it. But uh, anyway, uh, when they cl- do not advise you or give full disclosure about. Uh, the government being the dominant third party, and they do not uh, advise you that they will own all kids that you produce in this marriage, that is lack of full disclosure, that is fraud, that is punishable, and they have, I would then put them in a lawful position to where either they annul my marriage on the spot, or I will file criminal complaints against them, and be reporting all criminal conduct to the bonding companies, which will terminate government being able to function. Mm-hmm. Okay, you see, the people who work for government aren't the only people who are, aren't the only ones who are bonded. Government itself is bonded at the at the township level, the city level, the 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 county level, the state, the mm-hmm. federal. All government entities are bonded, and if you bring these criminal charges against them in a lawful manner and show them that they are committing fraud, if they do not immediately undo the fraud, that's an even bigger crime. And uh, I guess I should do my grammar right. That is an even bigger crime. And the government itself can be unbonded and shut down. 
I wonder so what do you think they're going to do? Are they going to are they going to want to keep your marriage license intact, or are they going to want to just get you out of the way? I wonder why and if anybody's ever brought criminal charges against these entities for this. <laughs> yes, I have myself filed. There you go. <laughs> okay, good. Good. Thank you. Thank you. You know, that's where they're freaking out right now because they don't want to answer my request because I had I put in to, for them to prove that they were lawful or legal, and I wrote the criminal charges on both sides to convict them. So whatever they said one way or the other, the criminal charges already filed on them on both sides of lawful and legal. So, so, Wayne, so Wayne, tell me this also. Why do you think the mainstream media hasn't picked this up? And think a little bit before you answer, because we already know about the six corporations that own the majority of radio stations and magazines and publications, well, television stations and so forth. We know about the monopoly, and we know about mm-hmm. the Zionist, and we know mm-hmm. about all the other things that are going on out there. But still... Still, you would think, and I'm a former journalist, been undercover three years, worked as a consultant to two world news organizations, been behind the scenes. You would think, you would think that there's a reporter out there that would love to sit down and talk for two or three hours over coffee and get a story on this. There is. Okay, tell me about it. His name is Jake Morphonius. Barb and I both know him. (laughs) He's a great guy, and he has uncovered some uh, very recently. Barb tipped me off on this yesterday, so I had a conversation with Jake last night on this. Um, I'm not going to get into that subject because it's a different, it's off topic, and I want to stay on top. Okay. There are journalists. I wish wish that you would at least mention, just mention the topic just so the viewers or the listeners could at least hear that topic and look it up for themselves and move on after that. Okay. Barb, go ahead. Okay. So we have um, a, um, what would you call it, a a ring of criminals that have formed a worldwide uh, front under a media um, persona syndicate and there's they're syndicate okay thank you um, they have been they're infiltrating the patriot movement amongst other movements and they are complete frauds they're tied to uh, child pornography they are tied to um, multitudes of criminal activities the name of the the um, syndicate or uh, media front is called AXJ, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, they set up fraudulent donation pages and uh, set up fraudulent other social media pages and use uh, legitimate pages as um, comparison so that you will. You will look at that, see the pictures, see the name, click on it, and it's not legit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, and they are actually uh, being, they've been convicted of charges, and are, we believe they are actually working for the FBI, the CIA, and Interpol. And they are worldwide. It's very important to look up ASJ. 
AXJ scam? Yeah, Google it, and you will find multiple oh, well, playing games. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we got producers so that's, here that's, playing games. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're not now. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, sorry to interrupt, Wayne. Go ahead. No, I'm glad you did because you're the one that tipped me off to it, and and you're the reason why I called Jake on this, and um, uh, you are more knowledgeable on it. I haven't known about it till yesterday, so it's only fair and right that you, the informer, you, the more knowledgeable, be the one to explain it. Um, yeah. I, I am so busy in what I'm involved in, I don't have time to, you know, there's not time enough in a day to. to and, and that's, that's <laughs> exactly what they count on. They count mm-hmm. on that. They've so asked we have me to, as an administrator on their pages, and without my knowledge, knowing anything of their background, um, you know, I, I couldn't figure out how to get my name off of there. And when I did... They immediately added me back. I hadn't even liked the page, and they had me as an administrator. And then they they put uh, Jeanette Finnicum on there as an admin, Chalice Finnicum, uh, Finnicum Finch. And and then they claim because they have these people as admins that they are legitimate page. And we had no knowledge we were even on the pages as admins. So. That's they're just full of lies, and uh, the creator and uh, uh, people behind that is John Asturias, and he has many aliases uh, that he goes under. So just be aware of that. And like I said, Google AXJ scam. And AXJ scam. The uh, other thing they use is Jade Helm two and Jade Helm three to do their bidding. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are Google. the two. They use Jade Helm the supercomputer that uh, gives us a complete profile and overview of every grid, every vector, every sector in the United States of America, breaks it down into neighborhoods, communities, and so forth, municipalities. They can tell what people are thinking. They can tell what people are doing. They can tell what protesters are coming out to do what with whom. Uh, they can mm-hmm. tell all of these different things by looking at the supercomputer, the algorithm. Uh, I remember some the smart meters they put on your home. Do what? Remember the smart meters they put on your home? Well, yeah, of course, and that's not as bad as Jade Helm, too. I mean, that's a part of Jade it's Helm. It's part of it. Very minor, very minor part of Jade Helm. Uh, the, major, the major part of Jade Helm is your computer and your keystrokes. They're looking uh-huh. at your keystrokes, and they're looking uh-huh. at your cursor movements with your mouse, and they're looking at your coming and yeah. going on surveillance And, of course, people don't understand that in 2015, 16, and 17, they're getting the final grid hooked up for the United States with HARP, DARPA, and NASA, and Jade Helm II, and the Pentagon are coming together Mm -hmm. by the end of 2017. They'll be able to go go ahead. Patterns, right? Yeah, they look at at very specific patterns, very specific patterns, very detailed patterns. Patterns. That you, you don't even realize, but there are signatures what they are. Yes. It's a signature of, yes. of you as a person. Yes. And, okay. able to actually and one, one more thing. Out on a paper. Yeah. 
one more thing. By the end of 2017, the police will be able to come out and have a complete psychological, psychodemographic profile of everyone in your home before they ever arrive at the scene. They'll have a complete psychodemographic yeah. analysis. And uh, that is complied to your smart meter that's on your home because it has not only has the cameras built into it, but it tells you how many people are in that residence at all times. Well, it does tell you how much electricity is being used, especially for marijuana farms mm-hmm. up here in the northwest. They mm-hmm. detect right. That. Go ahead, Wayne. And don't forget the fiber optics. Well, of course, fiber optics, yeah. And, and yes, your camera looking back at you and smart meters and smart televisions and smart everything. And, yes, your camera. If you'll read the contract, ladies and gentlemen, if Wayne wasn't going to say this, I am, or Barbara, if you'll read the contract on Facebook, please, uh, they are they are sending yes. your children's little sexy pics off to porn sites in third-world countries. I mean, I can't believe you guys don't read the contracts. Read the contract on change.org, please. Read the contract on Facebook. Read the contracts on your social media. Uh, They tell you right up front when you buy a Samsung refrigerator now or whatever it is, a Samsung TV, they tell you right in the contract, we're watching you in your your bedroom. We're watching you. They count Mm -hmm. on you to not read it. And that's we're, we're so busy trying to make a living and support our families if they count on you, not and I and I talk to people that are so brain dead they don't even care if they're being watched. Mm-hmm. They don't even care. They just laugh. <laughs> I know. Yep. I know. Wayne, I know it's scary. Yeah, Wayne. Yes. Well, I was just going to uh, suggest there was two things that crossed my mind during all of this, and and uh, but it wasn't uh, um, timely for me to put it in. I guess. Yeah, but anybody who wants to really know what computers are all about, Google Hartford Van Dyke. Hartford Van Dyke. He has a book uh, called Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars. He did not write it, but he did publish it. Silent and weapons. that's what these home computers are all about. That is the silent weapon for quiet wars where they can detect everything that's going on in anybody's house and know exactly when to take the country over. Right. So mm-hmm. this has been, and that, that started uh, right immediately after World War II. So mm-hmm. you know, they didn't, the, the, it was held off for a long time because they did not have the technology to make small enough computers. Well, when they developed the semiconductor, the transistor and diodes, that's when the table turned. And that's why they've been on a hot push to get all of this high-tech stuff. Now you're monitored with your cell phones or whatever. Put a piece of tape over the camera. Uh, and, and I don't even buy that new stuff. I refuse to buy it. Uh, but mm-hmm. that's, that's my own personal deal. I don't because they've already got my number and they've had my number for right. a long time. So no, so it was me, but I protect my assets, my ass. Your ass, yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, I've been in the system so long and so deep. I was undercover with the governor's office for almost three years, and I went through all this and that and the other and Which learned governor? a lot of things about Governor Ann Richards in Texas, God rest oh. her soul. Okay. Um, yeah, I was undercover. Uh, I was a fraud uh, investigator, and uh, we worked on Medicare, Medicaid fraud out of Nigeria and uh, had some uh, really nasty stuff going on, abusing senior citizens and tying them up and drugging them and having sex with them. And I had a pretty good team back then. So anyway, uh, moving on, um, 
what a team we are going to be if Mr. Wayne Bachman can remain on the Sunday night show, can come back on the Sunday night show. Boy, I tell you what, look out, people, look out, world. Piper Casper, Wayne Bachman, uh, Edward Johnston. We may have to keep uh, two of you apart just to keep the free-for-all from happening on the air, though. Uh, I don't like that. No, wait a minute. Leave me out of that one. (laughs) Well, no, Ed, I'm not going to leave you out of that one because you've been doing pretty good tonight. I'm going to give you some credit tonight. You've been doing pretty good by just listening. This is Wayne Bachman's night on air tonight. It's not even (laughs) Kyler Davenport's uh, night tonight. It's Wayne Bachman. Bachman, So, uh, I got a quick question. Hey, Wayne, you still got my number? Uh, I I probably do, but my desk is so cluttered full of papers for, you know, the lawsuits and whatnot, criminal complaints that that I have no no idea. The only papers that I have on my the surface of my desk are the uh, 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 Duns numbers for the various corporations. You United States government. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I got. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, I have that on top of my desk, and there's lots of other stuff. Uh, yes, I probably do have your number someplace, but who knows where. Kyler, just pass it to them because we we need to talk. Because on two of those complaints that you're doing. Uh, I was involved on the other side, so I want to make sure I'm able to give you some information on that for what you're doing. And seeing that you're already in that ballpark of doing it, uh, I'll just give you what I have, so that way I just, uh, uh, you know, pass the information on. Okay, yeah, so you know what I'm referring to. Who, who are you specifically referring to? Uh, we're dealing with what's going on in Portland, let's say. Oh, okay. I, will not I didn't know you were involved in that. I, I am I'm not getting any further into it right now. Do what? We're I will not get any further into it right, right now. Right, right. Well, I the only thing that I am going public about now or have gone public about now is the fact that I was there and I witnessed criminal conduct out of Mark McConnell. Uh, beyond that, I, I found uh, um, an interesting uh, uh, connection. My son was a private investigator and the very people who hired him when he first got out of school <laughs> turned out is the private investigator I'm working with on this. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, yeah. so anyway, I am I am enjoying this fight. Uh, I uh, you know they know that I am very aware of their contracts and that I refuse to sign any contracts. I don't care if they want to put a bullet to my head; that's their choice. I'll deal with them and the life hereafter, just as Lavoy will. Um, so anyway, that enough uh, uh, um, uh, said on all that. Uh, I just wish that they would have filed the criminal charges when it was suggested at the time, because I don't believe if they filed them that it would have been extended that far. And I'll just leave it at that. Go ahead, Barbara. And I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to bow out here. I got to get ready for my day tomorrow. But uh, it was good listening and talking, and I hope I can. Uh, Maybe listen to this. Uh, do you have a podcast or a recorded? Uh... It's 24-hour. Yeah, we're 24-hour station, and I'll give it to uh, Wayne, and if Wayne would be nice enough to put it on your page, uh, just friend me, yeah. Kyler Davenport. Would you friend me, Kyler Davenport? I sure K- will. K-I-L-E-R Davenport, like the couch. All right. Hey, mm-hmm. Wayne, maybe you can uh, hook me up with that later. Sure. I'd be happy to, Barb. Uh, all right. 
I'm out. Yeah, and you got mine. Mine is simple out there, Barb. So we'll get to that too. Yeah, the station is already in Wayne's uh, Wayne Bachman's uh, private messaging box there, so he'll put the station over on your page there in a minute. That's the whole. We're 24 hour station, so we're running 24 okay. seven, 365. Thanks for coming on, Barb. I enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, thank you, Barbara, very much. All right. Good night, you guys. Good night, Good night Barb. Yeah, she's she's a very special lady. She is. Uh, I, I'm. I don't want to go into any detail as to her involvement in things and what she's up to, but she is a real trooper, and uh, uh, that's, uh, I'll just leave it at that. Uh, what do your Sunday nights look like, uh, Wayne? I'm not sure where I'm going to be. I'm. I'm sure it won't be here because I had already planned on leaving by tomorrow, um, and I, you know, because I. Uh, am in the under undesirable spotlight. I don't like to reveal where I'm going to be when. Um, I mean, like I said, <laughs> I, I, I said earlier that I am, you know, I know I am being watched. That is a given. Um, they have my information computers that they have stolen and, and whatnot uh, through the Republic. And, and, um, and so anyway, uh, but I don't intend to be here. Uh, by Sunday, uh, and I don't know how long I'm going to be gone, and uh, uh, so I, 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 w- I wonder if I, I don't have access to, to uh, computer or phone. Well, I do have access to phone, but you can come in on problem. the phone. You huh? can come in on the. You can come in on the phone. All of our stars out of Nashville do. Um, when we do the Grand Ole Opry stars, they're all on the phone. Uh, we really uh, need you on that Sunday night show, man. Okay, it'll have to be very limited because it will be cell phone only, and uh, uh, I have very limited access where I am planning on being. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's out in the middle of nowhere, not that far from the Burns Refuge. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we'll talk uh, about reception, it. Reception is not good there. I barely am able to get out. Um, yeah, ask Lavoy. Huh? I said, yeah, ask Lavoy about that. He'll tell you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, we're personally of the opinion that they terminated the the service where he was. Of course they did. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, of course they did. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I I, in as much as I am not going to bow down to them at the same time i don't want to invite trouble uh, oh no and I, I don't either i never uh i never i never invite trouble i've learned over the years to be very stealthy and uh very very under the radar very careful how i tread out there you know uh many people don't know how to tread they're loud-mouthed and they're always the elephant in the fucking room and they just uh they just don't know how to carry them don't know how to carry themselves at all. They're unkept, they're ungroomed. Uh you've got to go with the flow, man. You've got right. to be you know what I mean? You've got to play the game. And that is exactly game, I'm I am i am glad you brought this up and I have to inject this before I forget it. Uh, that is the very point that I wanted to bring up that I forgot, you know, with well, all the conversation that was going on. Sure. There are those 
who I will not friend or communicate with because they are such loudmouths who don't know how to control their mouth and and don't even know what to or not to say, uh, and they shoot their mouth off saying things that are not true, which gets everybody in trouble who happens to be around them or connected with them. Yes. Uh, this is one thing that was really driven home to me when I was at the refuge uh, with, with Ammon and, and Ryan and Lavoie. You don't know who you're talking to. No. And there's, therefore, everything you say has to be guarded, absolutely has to be guarded. And I was, there are lots of videos of Ammon, uh, you know, and what he has uh, said during interviews while we were there. Uh, I was with him on that one interview where he was chastising this one interview, this one uh, media woman uh, because of warping the stories and saying things that aren't true are not true. To clarify yeah. that, so there's no misunderstanding. Yeah. Um, the the media had been twisting things to the suit their own agenda and outright lying in certain cases. I was basically right behind the camera, off to one side when that was going on, and then her and I had to run in after after it was over with. Um, when I explained some of the things that I have gone through, and I shouldn't say a run in because it wasn't really a run in, I started getting a little bit uh, uptight and. Ammon, being the Christ-like person that he is, was right behind me and kept saying, now calm down, calm down, now calm down, um, because I can get wound up too. And after all the beating and tasing and whatnot that I've endured and having my jaw broke by a violent bisexual pervert for refusing to give him sex while I was unjustly held in the Harney County Jail, uh, I was reliving the moment and starting to heat it up and... and and Ammon is right there behind me saying, calm down, calm down. You know, uh, If there's anybody who is Christ-like and has no business being shot or arrested, it was Lavoie, Ammon, Ryan, and a couple others. Shauna Cox has no business whatsoever being arrested. Uh, these are very Christ-like people. And, and I witnessed Ammon saying this. Why are we sticking our necks out, risking our lives, for people who don't even care. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't. Okay. They don't, and they haven't cared. Exactly. And it wasn't until Lavoie was murdered, slaughtered, mm-hmm. that that is what started waking people up. And the Finicums and I, as well as some others, have basically, if you want to call it that, sworn that we will not allow his death, to, or his murder, I don't want to say just death, we will not allow his slaughter, his murder, to go um, un- unjustified. We are going to uh, expose the truth and gain. I, I, we're going to get. To, we're going to take our country back. And if these damned a you know American Bar Association people do not like it, we couldn't care less. We are taking our country back, and they can shove it wherever they want to shove it, right where the sun doesn't shine, as far as we're concerned. We're mm-hmm. tired of corruption. We are tired of their, their fraud and deception. Theft by deception is a legal term. Uh, we're taking our country back, whether they like it or not. And, uh, and that's just the way it is. And I suppose I one, should yield. 
one problem I see on all of this is the division that I see on Facebook and social media. I see a yeah. lot of division, right? And I don't see a lot of people with the brains to rub together, brain cells to rub together, to get together, to come together, to stay together, to work together, to be in continuity and collective unity, unification. Uh, I just don't see it happening. Most people think this is a joke. Most people find Facebook very much fun and frolic uh, and silliness and foolishness and games. And, uh, you know, we have yet to be able to put a mature group of adults together to be able to do what you're trying to do. I've, I've tried and tried and tried, and I'm still trying to put a mature group of people together even if it's just 25 to cross promote our work and damn it to hell, I'll say it again tonight. Cross promotion is the key to the future. Cross promotion mm-hmm. on Facebook, this God forsaken digital dark network. Cross promotion is our only answer. It is our only answer. There is no other answer for this dark, dingy, deep digital void. We and must cross-promote. If you know. I understand what you're meaning, I agree with you. I'm, I'm not sure that I totally understand your meaning, but I we think I do. Pick a group of people that we trust and we care about and that we're all on the same page, and right. we cross-promote each other's post. Facebook oh, oh, okay. with a passion. They hate it. Yeah, yeah. Are those numbers. My numbers are up to the roof right now. My numbers are over 32,000 in all of my media sections. I've got 35 platforms. And if people just get near me, they fly to the top of Google. But people are so stupid, they don't understand that. They don't understand bots. They don't understand tag words, keywords. They don't understand SEOs. They don't understand Google. Um, you know, they don't understand very much, to tell you the damn truth. But uh, if we stick together, like Edward Johnston and uh, Piper Casper and Wayne Bachman and Kyler Davenport come together with Alice Benbow and Lee Peer and a few other people, uh, not Lee Peer, scratch that from the jury, but you know, come together and promote each other's work, that keeps us up on top. That keeps us out in the open where people can see us. Otherwise, the garage door is slowly closing. The digital garage door is slowly closing every morning when you get up. That night, it's closed a, a quarter of the way. And if I, you I, get on Facebook that day, it closes half the way. Go ahead. Well, I, I think you know, now that I understand what you're talking about, I, I agree with you. I don't think we have enough time left because with the computer, they know what state we are at, and they, I think – they got more than they bargained for when they murdered Lavoy, and you know, I mean, what was it? Two weeks ago, there were 300 rallies across the nation, and there's more being generated right now. Uh, I think they they have come to the conclusion. That, I mean, this is just my personal opinion that they now know they bit off more than they can chew and digest anyway, and so I don't think they're going to wait that much longer uh, because mm. if they wait for all of America to wake up, then then. Uh, Game over. Well, the bikers are doing the bikers are doing more for Trump right now than anybody's doing for Lavoy and all of that. I know. And that's yeah, well, one thing I'd like to add on that point, not to be rude here. Well, it is point. because I was trying to listen to him and you cut him off, and uh, so back to the same old game here, Ed. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead, Ed. Go ahead. 
Well, I was just confirming this, and it's like the thing is, is that I'm working with a couple people right now dealing with Kate, okay? And this is the point that I like to eventually have a little conversation with the uh, with the gentleman about because we are working on something that we can prove the facts. Now, I go back with Kate 20 years. So I have a little Which bit more Kate knowledge are you talking about? than most. Of Gaia. You know who I'm talking about. Kate Brown or who, someone else? That's the only Kate that I would deal with oh, that is involved in most of the cover-up. Okay. okay, okay, okay. Okay, but that's the point is once we are able to produce the uh, instruments, that's what needs to be pushed because once the instruments are pushed and people start standing up for the indictment themselves, that's what's going to start changing it. Let me uh, let me interrupt and let me say that I get tired of hearing the people. I get tired. I get sick and tired of hearing the people. I want everybody to start clarifying my two or three friends I know. Okay, I want everybody to start being honest. My eight or nine friends I talk to, and I don't even know three of them. Okay, I'm getting tired of hearing about the people. Okay, the people don't exist except in your head. When you start going for people, let me know, and I'll help you. I'm going for people right now, and I've got about maybe 25 on our side, okay? I've got about 67,000 fans out there, and they're not very active in this radio station, okay? I've got a lot of people that listen to me from around the world, but they're not all participatory. They're not all actors, okay? They're participants as far as listening and learning, and they do get educated. And they do love this station. They do love me. But don't say people anymore. I want you to write that down on your sticky note. I'm getting tired. I'm getting sick and tired of patriots and people coming on talking about people, people. We going to do this and we going to do that. We going to shit. We going to kill a bear and Paul drug him up on the porch and killed him. So next time, say me and four or five other people, okay? Let's be mm-hmm. real about this, okay? Uh, when when you start or Wayne starts or I start something and we start bringing in 500 people, 1,000 people, like some of these goofy goofy groups have, 12,000 people in in uh, Las Vegas uh, social night, 12,000 members, Las Vegas social night, 35,000 members in, in Nevada social night, whatever, uh, we need 35,000 people talking about what we're talking about right now, and the only way we're going to ever do that is if we get together and coordinate a plan and set some goals and objectives and make that our goal, make that our objective to do that and start talking to other people specifically about that, about that coming together. And so far, I'm, I've neglected, every time I've spoken about this, I'm, I'm neglected. Nobody listens. Everybody well, changes the subject. Go ahead, Wayne. Okay, well, uh, my name is nobody. I'm listening, I'm learning, and I think you've got some valid points. Thank you, so, sir. Thank you. I think so, you've got some very valid points. And, I mean, uh, I don't know if I have used the term the people. I know, I know I have on occasion, but you've got some very valid points because the people is a very generic, general term. And... Uh, the people can be two or three people. It can be two or three million. Yeah, um, and it also makes the speaker feel much bigger than they really are, kind of like a, a turkey tom that's all puffed up walking across <laughs> the yard. You know, <laughs> people, me and the people. You know, shit, <laughs> shit. 
you and four other people, you know? Yeah. So anyway, we'll talk about that, Wayne, as things yeah. progress. We'll talk about right. that. And I do want to try to get you on the Sunday night show one way or the other, or if you can make okay. it on the Thursday night show or the Tuesday night show and we can get Piper loose and get Ed loose. Uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. We're running short on time. This is Kyler Davenport. I'm on with Wayne Bachman. Barbara was on the phone with us, and Ed Johnston is on with us. And I want to thank everybody who has supported this station and made it come up to 24 hours. We've got enough content now to run a couple of hundred hours, and we're still banging the content in. The newsroom's running 24 hours a day here, and we're so happy to be back up 24 hours again. Uh, we will see you all same time, same channel. I'll be back on uh, Thursday night. Uh, what, where are we at, producer? What day is this? Tuesday? Where am yeah. I? Okay. That's Tuesday. We'll, be, we'll be back up and running Thursday night and Sunday night, the Sunday night super show uh, roundtable with Piper Casper, myself, and Ed Johnston. And uh, like I said, we may, have to, we may have to just have a show with, with Ed and I and uh, choose our personalities because it's not working out right now the way that I want it to um, with with the communication thing. It's really difficult. Complex communication is complex, like power, absolute power, corrupts absolutely. Uh, so anyway, whatever you vividly imagine, ardently desire, and enthusiastically act upon will come to pass, ladies and gentlemen. You all take care. We love you. Bye. Thank you, Wayne, Bob, for coming on. You Thank bet. you, Ed Thank we'll you. Bye-bye. Thank you.